0: Hello and welcome to Open All R's, the QPR podcast. I'm David Fraser. There are four of us around the table this week. First off, uh, one of the OGs, as the kids say... (sighs) Of the QPR podcast, Chris Charles. Hello. Sport. Hello, Chris. Then one, would they say, NG? They probably wouldn't. Newer newer gangster. No, I'll stop this now. Oh, uh, Flo Lord <laughs> Hughes. Hello. Sorry, I'm
1: mid-eating a kebab. It's actually quite spicy, so... My eyes and, and nose are watering a little bit but.
0: So, so it's worth saying we are in a small room And for those regular listeners will know That we record in Holloway Road Very, very close to the Arsenal Stadium Now we are looking out on a, a road Not very far from the stadium Where they're all streaming towards the Emirates Because they're at home to Forrest In the Carabao Cup But because of Flo's kebab We kind of want to keep the windows as closed <laughs> Sorry we want the I'm windows to be, to be to open, but because the, the fans are walking past and we there don't we want any Woo-ey-ey! from outside to get on the podcast, we're yeah. in a bit of a situation here. But
1: Sorry, I put it on the floor.
0: We'll make the most of it. My mouth is a
1: little bit on fire, but it'll be great.
0: We'll make the most of it. And, and making his podcast debut, um, but we know him well because we've seen you at the lives and, and we know, or I hope you still listen, yeah. uh, is James Hickey. Yeah. Hello. Welcome, welcome, James. So sit. Give us the... You, you sit where?
1: I
2: sit in the P block upper at the moment. Used to sit in the R block.
1: Oui.
0: Yes, yeah. P block upper. I actually have a question on that, because I'm in N. Yep. I, it feels like Q block people have moved. Have I got that right?
3: Some there's
1: game, a bit of a gap somewhere.
3: No, they've S- all gone down to Y. Some games, they seem to be empty in yeah. there. Yeah.
0: So why is it the other end, Why right? is it the other end near the... Away? Near the away fans. Yeah.
1: That's where it gets really spicy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, there's a new and thing it's- where... It's-
2: Everyone goes in the X block, don't they? Um, mm. Just to wind up the uh, way fans, I think. Oh, I said, why didn't I X on I mean, Right,
0: yeah. X, yeah, because Q used to be where there was whatever you want to call it, where there was what do you call it? The hardcore, the ultras, whatever. They don't seem to be spiciness. there. The spiciness. The spiciness. Second time you've used that word in the podcast tonight. There's no Finney tonight, James. How do you feel about filling such illustrious <laughs> shoes?
2: It's big shoes to fill, but I think I can do it. Uh, are you a celiac? <laughs> So,
0: Are you a Celiac?
2: See, so No, there'll be no bingo and me, don't worry. Um,
0: well, welcome. <laughs> thank you. Welcome. Okay, um, so the housekeeping is minimal. So first of all, thank you to Nick Price for the beers. Wee. Thanks, Nick. Pricey? Hey, Pricey. Yeah. Price Pricemeister. Um, don't have any other Uncle Ben's Price, could we say that one? We <laughs> could say that, yeah. Uncle Ben's Price. Um, thanks for that um thanks for everyone who supports the podcast if you want to listen to old episodes or find out how you can support us go to our website at qprpod.co.uk and as always really good ways for people to keep in touch for us if not for everyone else but for us because so that we can see the comments so we can help prepare the show and so on is through twitter follow us at qprpod and you can find us on facebook by searching for qpr podcast uh right let's get on with the chat about this position that we find ourselves in carrying on from last week and not quite knowing where to put ourselves and if anybody hasn't listened go to the archive and listen to clive from lost for words being lost for words because qpr are doing so well at the moment well it continues as it did on saturday chris you were there
3: yeah how did you find it well, I mean, it was a beautiful day all round, really. The <clears throat> sun was shining, fans were in good voice. Um, we beat Millwall for the first time ever at that ground, and the first time since 1990 anywhere uh, anywhere away, like the old den. Uh, got to spend the day with Finney, met James. I and mean, not all good. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's well, not to like? Yeah. I, I think first half we were maybe... Feeling each other out a bit, um, you know. There was you
0: and Finney, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I knew, I knew, I knew there was something. Yeah. There. Then after that, yeah.
3: we sort of thought we'd better concentrate on the game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I, at no point was I worried that we were going to we're going to lose the game. Um, we we seemed to be in control for ninety five percent of the time. Okay, we weren't spectacular. The first half, second half, I think eleven minutes in. Naki Wells, who's on fire at the moment, um, scores. And even when they scored, I thought, well, the worst that can happen is we'll we'll come away with a point, which I would have probably taken at the start. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just a number. It's just so nice to be in the way end when there's you know because we've been in the way end when there's lots of bickering and we've lost and it's miserable. But this was just like yeah, the perfect football day out. Apart from you know not having a clean sheet again, but you know details. <laughs> Mm. On the
1: clean sheet, I was doing some Googling, and obviously it's not exactly a um, remarkable point to make that we have conceded a lot of goals, and there's only four teams that have conceded more than us, and they're all in the bottom six. Right. So it's, it's interesting how fine a line it is between... You know, flying up the table where we are and being right down there. So we've conceded twelve, but we. Sorry, why we do you con- think?
0: Why do you think we concede so many?
1: It's just the style of play, isn't it? I mean, we talked about it a think, couple you... of times. It's just really high intensity, you lose the ball in high areas and you can easily get done on the counter, which is what's happened a couple of times. Um, and I think it's just the style of play that Warburton likes is quite, quite high risk. It means so. you
0: need to score two a game.
1: Yeah, exactly. Minimum. And that's oh, well, You always... need to
0: score two a game and you may not win.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think it's something just to you keynote you know, be aware of, I guess. We've got to have something
3: to moan about, haven't we? So yeah, But exactly. I think if you flip that on its head, though, I think we've scored. I don't think as many teams have scored I've more, and, a more s- than
2: us. i read stat on Sunday, before the West Brom game, I'm sure we were um, the top highest scor- goal scorers in the league. Yeah. And obviously West Brom overtook us for their four goals, but you're going to... Two of them were
0: made at QPR. Three, three of them. Three of them. Three of them, yeah.
2: assist. Um, But like you say, if we score more goals than the other team, we're going to we'll do fine. Um, we're going we're to concede goals the way we're playing, but... Um, we're going to score goals. And it's the first time in a while that I think we've got goals in that team. Before we relied on one or two players. And when I look at it now, you've got Eze, you've got Chair, You've obviously got the two strikers. And there's goals throughout. Um, Tony but what,
0: Hang on, what has changed to make us think that? Because we had Wells and Eze in the team last year. Okay, we didn't have Chair, but we had Freeman, yeah. who had goals in him. So... Apart from the addition of Hugh Gill, let's say why are we so why all of a sudden do we feel like it's we it's just different be style of
1: play? Four? We didn't really well, focus it, guess, on yeah. fullbacks before. We kind of did. We did try and pass it out from the back. That's not necessarily new because obviously McLaren tried to do that at the start of last season. Everyone lost their minds instantly. But um, yeah, it's just it's just the, the the presence of the fullbacks and having Manning. That's a, a massive a massive game game changer, and now Kane as well. And obviously, we didn't have anything like that last season. We did have Furlong, but his kind of strengths are a little bit different. He's performing really well at West Brom. We kind touched on it, scored a goal, played a part in their game, and he's obviously excelling, which is great. And Maybe that will come back to bite us this weekend when he'll maybe show us how we probably could have exploited him better over the last couple of seasons, and maybe he could have been doing what... Kane and Kane's been doing this season anyway but. we
0: thought we thought Matt Smith might come back to haunt us the yeah. weekend, and that didn't happen well
3: Tony Leisner had him in his pocket all game really Leisner just yeah I mean I wouldn't say a revelation because we, we know what he can do from last season but from basically going pretty much out the side supposedly on his way out um, he's now like one of the first names on the proverbial tea sheet, team sheet and I think Walburton you know should get immense credit for that because you know when he first came you had all the sort of naysayers from Brentford and Rangers and Forest saying that he was very stubborn he wouldn't he couldn't mm. he didn't have a plan B uh, once he got something to his head he wouldn't change his mind and yet there he is he's realised that Leicester we you know we were weak at the back and we needed someone like that he's changed the system round which has suited Wells much better because Wells was very isolated last season so I think you got to tip your hat to him
2: three away wins. Yep. Um, I just think Walburton knows how to set up. Um, against Millwall, I went to the game as well. The way um, Dominic Ball was in front of those three centre-halves, he just mopped everything up. Jeff Cameron dropping back into centre-half, I thought he was brilliant. But like we said, Tony Leicester, I've never seen Matt Smith lose Sammy Jules. draws. When he was with us, you know, if the ball was in the air, he'll win the ball in defence attack. But Leicester, as you say, had him in his back pocket. Um and I was worried that he will score. And to be honest, I put a bet on beforehand that um Matt Smith will score any time, we'll win. So I was a little mm. bit gutted he didn't get their goal, but but no, it's um <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, it, What were the I'd odds on that? Forty six to one. Really? I put five really? on that. That's bit, wow, yeah. that's good. I was out if even
1: though you lost, that's decent. i
2: got a couple of friends who did as well. I said it's gonna happen, he's gonna score, but we'll win, don't worry. But um no, it was it was a good game and Lumley had hardly anything to do at the back because it was so structured in the front and the three to centre-halves with Dominic Ball there I thought was brilliant.
1: My yeah. real, like, I guess, thing to watch out for but it's just something I'm kind of reading into is obviously, um, I think it's Jack Supple who works for Opto, he's a QPR fan put out the, the stat about us: the first time we won four in a row since January 2014 the season we went up in the playoffs. Um, and after such a good run, it's probably quite likely that Warburton will be up for September manager of the month. <laughs> but will this become a manager, another manager of the month curse um, in terms of, you know, getting that plaudits and then going on a run? I did look at the run. We went on. we after McLaren won manager manager of the month in November when he got, I think Ooh. it was 15 points from five games or something. Um, and it wasn't terrible. It was five points from f- four games or something. Um, it was two draws, a loss, and a win. So, yeah, that's not but not we, the end of the world. We
0: keep it, we keep saying like, oh, it will be typical QPR in a minute. We'll get done over. We'll, we'll get you know, we'll be on the end of a hiding. Or our ex-player will come back and score. And probably everybody who's listening to this is. Got in the back of their minds, oh, well, Furlong and Phillips will probably do a job on us on Saturday. And all these things, all these things that we assume like it will be QPR in a minute are not happening. So <laughs> I suppose my question is do you think there has been a fundamental change or it's just a good run that? Will run and that will end at any minute.
3: No, because I mean, you know, we we we, we've played. I mean, some people's argument is we haven't really played anyone, you know. In the the top six or whatever, but then if we if Sheffield Wednesday had beaten us, they'd have been in. The, they'd they'd be in the top six. Yeah, and you um, would
0: assume that Stoke would have done a lot better than they have. And,
3: and Luton have slipped, they slipped at the weekend, but they were on a decent run before they played us. Yeah. Stoke, we played first game of the season when their tails would have been up. They would have been at their most confident. The fans yeah, and, were and up no one it.
0: is in the top six on the first game of the no, season. No, exactly. And, <laughs> And okay,
3: yeah, West Brom will be, you know, it'll be a good test for us. But they they've drawn more than they've won, and they they went behind twice uh, against Huddersfield, and sort mm. of managed managed to pull it back. So yeah, I, I, for the manager of the month thing, I, I don't know. I think Warburton is just. Walburn wouldn't even think about it, wouldn't even cross his mind. I mean, the other thing, if you're going to go down that road is we're on telly for the first time. Oh, which yeah. Which again would course, be another TV typical curves, Yeah, form,
1: I think it's just the nature of football as well. Football fans are pessimistic. It's, I know people always say, oh, typical QPR, but it's typical insert club. Everyone always says, oh, you know, like... We're here near Arsenal fans, you know, they'll be got classic Arsenal, whatever, going down two goals against Villa and then coming back winning through 3-2 or giving the ball away at the back. I mean, everyone has, every club has its pessimism and its kind of negativity. So I think it's just, you know, human nature that we are just expecting a fall at some point.
3: Well, Neil Warnock said it at the weekend as well, you know, saying that. Cardiff team, you know, it'd be nice to win by two clear goals for once, they always, you know they always, you know, keep me you know, like five minutes from a heart attack or whatever but so I think it, it, I think it happens at every club and West mm-hmm. Brom fans would probably be saying you know, that's four games or whatever it is we've drawn so far, you know, that's typical West Brom we could, if we'd have won a couple of those, we'd be in the, you know we'd be top yeah. of the league by now. Yeah. Is winning games builds confidence,
2: um, I think the, the first game of the season against Stoke, if we had lost that, we could be in their position We they could be in ours. Um, Definitely the confidence builds, and these four games, you can see it in the team. There's, there's such a good good feel factor there. And each game, you think you're getting better and better. Like the Luton game at home, those first 40 minutes, I thought, unbelievable. I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was just attack after attack. They hit the woodwork a couple of times. We should have been 6-7-0 up before they um, scored their goal, which really got them back into the game. And classic QBR, we held on. But, but, you- then,
3: but then with that, that sort of... You know, if you go into classic QPR, and it is a thing, you know, we obviously say that, you know, if a player hasn't scored for 20 games, he'll score against us and blah, mm. blah, blah. But what what were the, the trend that's reversing this time? Because we actually held on for the win yeah, against yeah. Luton, whereas previous times we were probably and chucked in the way. And Millwall, Mil- I mean, we weren't really, I wouldn't say yeah, we were hanging honest, on at the end, but... Apart from one chance they had when they went
2: one-on-one kind of hill it wide, I don't think we were really threatened that much, to be honest. Well,
3: heart was in the mouth with the mat when Matt Smith went down. I thought it'd be bloody mm. typical, although that would be typical. That's what we did All those penalties we didn't, he yeah. didn't get for yeah. us, yeah. and yeah, then he exactly. gets one against yeah. us. But apart from that, like, like I say, I, 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 at no stage was I really I worried. We
2: dealt with their strength, and we, say we set up so well against Millwall. I, I was really impressed. And the Millwall fans, I, wasn't, I, I was expecting a really hostile atmosphere there. Family club of the year, mate. Uh, apparently so. Um, and Leeds
3: have just won Leeds the Fair Play, award. The fair play <laughs> award. No, no I can't <laughs> believe so- and QPR are doing. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. But- How can Leeds in a went, no, But that bloody
1: Aston Villa thing.
3: When they give. They,
0: do you remember when? Yeah. Yes, I do remember it. But still, they're the ones who cheated and
1: sent. Spies. And also, Pontus Janssen was so angry. Who he was their captain at the time, wasn't yeah. he? And he was fuming. So surely that shows that. They shouldn't, he was, you know, he didn't agree to it and he basically mm. left the club after that. So, sorry, maybe, James, maybe, we, inter- sorry. we interrupted a very he's good one of those point. Seasons, James. I, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I scrolled through Twitter last night and saw that like, FIFA fair play nonsense. Yeah. Anyway, but
2: uh, when Millwall <laughs> scored, that's when they found their voice. And that minute, mm. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's a good YouTube clip from the Millwall fans ah. where they score their goal, they're giving us load like, of chip and they're really buzzing, doing that noise they do. And then all of a sudden, Ball breaks through their keeper. Does a howler? Naki Wells goes around him. And to be honest, I was behind that goal, and that seemed to take an age to to go in. But when it did, we obviously erupted. They went quiet again. And and after that, apart from one or two maybe chances for me, well, I didn't think they were going to score. I thought we, if anything, we were going to score. I thought we had a couple more chances. Eze had a couple of long range shots blocked. Um, it'd be nice if we got another goal just to. It's
0: nice when the goalkeeping howler happens to another team, <laughs> yeah. the other team, isn't yeah. it?
3: Well, I think Warburton, again, he's very pragmatic. I mean, that's probably his time Is it as a Warburton City. or Warburton? Oh, I don't know. I,
0: I don't know. I
1: think it's Warburton, isn't it? Probably like,
0: is. I, I don't know. Maybe we should ask him. <laughs> we need a consensus on it. We don't need a consensus on but
1: it. But he, he sort of, he's
3: very honest in the interview. I mean, he, you know, he obviously couldn't ignore Lumley's error, but um, I think he did the right thing keeping him in. Um, you know, because well, you know, what's he going to say? You make the, the problem with the keeper is, you make a mistake up up the pitch, and you know, it, nine, nine out of ten it will go unpunished. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the keeper makes a mistake.
0: I, I find he's being a very fair manager over Lumley yeah. actually, because clearly um, Kelly Kelly, beg your pardon, went out of my head temporarily. Clearly Kelly is his man, right? And it's his signing, and he probably wants to play him. But Lumley's got the shirt and he's not going to take it off him until the point where he either gets injured or he feels he needs to. And I'm not sure with previous managers whether you would get that. I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking about situations like Hughes with Green and Cesar and even some of our other managers. You just Mm -hmm. think they would parachute their their boy in unfairly straight away. And I find he's, he's. Probably, Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I find he's probably doing quite a good piece of fair man management over that one.
1: It's also a shame we got knocked out of the Cup so early, EFL Cup, because that would have been For a Kelly, nice yeah. way to give Kelly a bit more yeah. of a chance to play, whereas yeah. that's kind of ended quite abruptly until the FA Cup in January, but yeah.
3: Well, I mean, that's a weird one, because last season... um you know, was it last season the League Cup when we, we lost Blackpool. to Blackpool, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone, like, everyone went mad and that's why uh, I sort of real... started to play a decent side in the FA Cup. But this season, it's like, because we're doing well, it's like, I'm not that bothered. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 I was slightly miffed at the time, but um, now I'm like, yeah, let's just... I, if if, if yeah. you say we are going to be in the top six or you're going to be playing Southampton in the Cup, then I'd definitely take top six.
0: Yeah. Uh, three away wins already. That's... Um... <laughs> It's not even the end of September yet. The clocks haven't gone back, as they say. Uh, <laughs> that's only two fewer than the whole of last yeah. season, and that's one more
2: than the season before.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: How? How's this happening? I'll well, well, go back to my point with the first game of the season. That was just a massive. If you look at different um, games in the season, what the changing point is, and that first win was massive. You've got the win, you've got a win away, and obviously the previous season has taken us quite a long time to get that first away win. So you, you've ticked those off straight away and then confidence grows, each, as I said before, each game. Um, we, um the Sheffield Wednesday game, I had a chef Wednesday f- um, fan who went up there and he just said, you deserved it, you're the better team. And I, I just think, let's um, say, the, the wins just keep giving us more and more confidence. Um, right, I'm going to...
0: It's a QPR podcast, and we talk about ridiculous QPR things. So I'm going to throw a ridiculous question to all of to each of you, which is seven games gone? Have I got that right? Eight, Eight. Seven. Eight, Eight games yeah. gone. Based on what you see so far, <laughs> what happens next? What happens the next 38 games, how will oh, we right. do? You're looking into your crystal ball based on what you see. What will happen, where will we finish, how will the rest of the Depends season? Depends on injuries,
3: go. I think. That yeah. could be a key. I think that's
0: a big point because sorry to jump on no, that No, no, not at all. But Cameron playing centre back, if I'm sort of moaning at one thing, that maybe does indicate it's a, got bit, a bit threadbare. We've got a lot of areas. creaky old sorry. players.
1: Hall yeah. and Cameron being and Rangel being the, the I guess the sort of point on that christmas tree of old people is how i've imagined it but yeah that is the biggest problem is a lack of squad depth and obviously when it all went tits up under mclaren and he bought in all those low knees it looked really good for about a month and then cameron got injured rangel got injured things started to get like a little bit tough wells got out of form so Hey, I'm not trying to go down the pessimistic like road again, but obviously things can turn quite quickly. So I think, yeah, Chris right, injuries will be. Pretty on, pretty on then. Give, on. You know, Give on. us your. Well,
3: mix. I mean, I was just going to say as well. It depends who gets injured. I mean, clearly, every, a lot of what we're doing is going through AC yeah. and chair. Um, they're they're the sort of the, the, the creative uh, fulcrum of the side at the moment, and um, obviously Manning's having a blinder as well I mean think central defence you know I, I think the big miss is the BFG Hall I think we can plug that gap uh, the same with Barbet uh, the keeper we've obviously got two or three keepers as well mm. but yeah so looking into Crystal Ball oh, that's, yeah you have put us on the spot here haven't you but I suppose that's I mean uh, we are a QPR podcast <laughs> yes absolutely well I've got to say if we don't finish top six this season I'll be disappointed <laughs>
1: Seriously?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm don't. I'm i I'm not saying that we will do, and I, I don't... In some ways, I don't... But because we started so well... I, know. I I've, I've sort now of...
1: excited. I yeah.
0: knew I was going to ask this question, obviously. So I'm not putting myself on the spot in the same way you are, so I'll answer and then give you two a bit of time. I do... If I'm going to predict one thing, it's that we won't have this, like, one, from one extreme to the other sort mm. of season... The last two or even three seasons, we seem to have got enough points with about 10 games to go and then, like, messed it up, took off off the gas. I don't think we'll have that. I, I don't think we'll go up and I don't think we'll make the playoffs, but I don't think we'll have that much to complain about. I think we'll lose a few and we'll make a few mistakes, but I think generally the direction... Of, will go up The moment We will have momentum And we will be competitive So I I don't think So this you're is sitting temp- on the fence No I'm not I'm your saying, own question I'm saying is this is, I'm saying this is Not a temporary thing yeah. I'm saying this is A fundamental change That you are watching We're going to be entertaining We're going to be good I hope We will build To make a challenge Next year And that I expect us To finish in the top ten This so year My
2: my worry Is the strikers Great as they are They're all on loan Um. I don't know what the terms of the contracts are in January, if someone can come in and buy them, or... I don't think so. Someone told me
0: How
1: long has Wells got left at Burnley? Is Is
2: it
0: just one? That's it. That's it. He's only
1: got one year left.
0: So, my brother told me, who looks for these things, that last year it said Burnley player on loan at QPR FC on his Twitter
2: profile, and now it says QPR player. So, I
0: I, I believe he... I'd I'd love to have him
2: permanently, to be honest. When he signed last season, I know we didn't see the best of him. I'd seen him at Huddersfield and Bradford. I thought he was brilliant. And I was one of the few QPR fans over the summer. Was, when there was rumours getting back, I was delighted. I thought he's got a point to prove. And he's obviously shown that so far. Um, going back to your original question, I think obviously injury suspensions are going to be a big part. Mm. Attacking-wise, we've probably got the strength and depth to replace them. But I think there's a lot of places in on the pitch um, defensively. Players like Wallace haven't come in yet. Um, Amos, who I think is brilliant, has is, has is, is dropped to bench. Um, there is certain players there who can fill in if need be, um, and and going back to your. So what's going to happen? But <laughs> I, Someone I, answer beginning this question. Begin the season. I, I, I said mid table, and I think we'll do better than that. I think we'll get at least tenth, ninth, just miss out in the playoffs, and I think that'd be a great season considering the changes we made over the summer. Flo,
1: I think we'll finish top ten, but just maybe ninth. I think for me. David, when you're looking at next season, my issue with pushing for promotion next season, because I'm really not bothered about going up to the Premier League for a while, because I think it's quite a dangerous sort of... um, You can't celebrate a goal
0: in the Premier League. Well, exactly. Who
1: wants to be part of that? Um, My issue is that if we push for promotion next year, we don't have a budget for that sort of team. I don't want to get sucked into bidding wars and and wage bills Mm. for players like Narky Wells, who in reality we can't afford, someone like that. And it's all well and good working out a percentage of wages that we pay and a loan fee, but to then commit to someone of his stature. You know, in reality... Like, the, the bigger budget clubs in this league, like the Leeds, um, you know, the Sheffield Wednesdays, people like that, Forest. Those are the sorts of clubs that would be getting Narky Wells. We just happen to have, I think, an existing relationship that works.
0: Why are you worried about all this with with the bread man? <laughs> Look at because what he's, he's a numbers
1: he's, man but, and we don't but, have much money. But he
0: took 15 players who we couldn't afford... Got rid of them, replaced them with fifteen cheaper players, and those cheaper players are better well, than the expensive cheap players. Cheap is a cheap,
1: you know. Cheap is a word you can like use it yeah, how relative, you like, yeah. Because yeah, you know, some of the loan isn't necessarily cheap, and yeah. No, but it's... I
0: believe the overall wage bill has yeah, reduced. Yeah, of course, of course. And of course, the cause... cheaper and the play- and so the, the 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 collective of players on the lower wages are better than the ones they replace.
1: I mean, it helps. I mean, if you source players from the Scottish Leagues as well, you're always going to be able to lower your wage bill because they're just on less money as well. Yes. But I think, obviously, if you take a lot of non-permanent players in, then like, your wage bill goes down. So I think it's just next season, I think, could be a real test for us because it's like, how do you build from such a positive season? Obviously, who knows what will happen? But from potentially such a positive season and then say, right, what's the next target? How do we progress when we've done so well? You know, that's hard to do.
3: But then, I mean, we, we did. We had enough money. We were going to buy that Aberdeen defender, weren't we? Mm. Which fell through, which I think was three million. So between Warburton or Warburton or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> Warburton. Warburton. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. I can't wait until can I say that. Warby. Warbs. Yeah. Warbs. Warbs. Um, between him and Lee Hoos, I mean, they've got a pretty good grasp of the financial situation, know what they've got to play with. Naki Wells, we, presumably we wouldn't have to pay a fee for him if he's a free agent. Mm. Um, and I think he really... I mean, the response he... You know, you could see when the, the fans would chanting his name at the end of the game... Yeah, could see he looked really chuffed with that, and and he's and like you said, he's got a point to I prove.
2: He
0: said that a number of times, and he? I think he's, he's given an interview on the club website this week where he said, yeah. and I quote, "I have a point to prove. I want to show QPR fans my best form," yeah. and yeah. it seems that way.
3: And I think as well, now he's not ploughing the lone furrow which McLaren was using, um, and now he's in a two, which I think Warburton realizes well brings the best out of him. I think with him just just chasing. Aimless balls with the service that wasn't that brilliant last season. Um, I think he's really flourishing. It's good that if Hugel doesn't score, <clears throat> then Naki does at the moment. Hugel will have a purple patch, wins player of the month last month. Yep. This year, Naki's on, this month, Naki's on course to do the same. I, don't
1: I don't know, was,
2: okay. was, was going to say, talking about Jordan Hugel, what I noticed about him towards the end of the game, he looked really knackered. Um, and there's been a bit of a little worry that he has missed a couple of chances. a losing game... I think he had one or two against Millwall, and he did look really tired towards yeah. i was surprised he didn't come off. I was,
0: but,
3: <clears throat> I was surprised, but I've been surprised a couple of times that Naki has, has been has been hooked.
0: Yeah, he got hooked last week though because he, he travelled a lot, didn't the media he? Thing, and,
1: yeah, but. yeah, I think the issue. Like, I'm just going to be really pessimistic again, but um, obviously it's in. Wells' favour to have a brilliant season because if he proves himself, he could get another contract with a Premier League club. So not to say that he doesn't necessarily want to play his best for QPR. I'm not saying he's only in it for the money and for an improved deal. But if he scores 15 goals this season, then people, you know, in the higher divisions or potentially abroad are going to say, you know, we want a piece of that. And he's out of contract. So we're going to be fighting against a lot of big names to to secure him. And obviously, yeah, he's had what seems like a pretty good time with us apart from those few blips at the end of last season that's going to be hard to persuade someone it's, who's got bigger people calling
2: so for this season that's great for us but this is what worries me going back to my point is we've got no strikers really at the club at no. the first team level and as good as it is this year of Hugo and Wells there and the lad from Brighton who's I haven't seen too much of next season what do we do then we've, we've got three strikers yeah. going back to their parent clubs or if we're lucky we might be able to get Naki Wells in free we're back to square one. Who do we bring in then?
3: Um, I, I, I think I've got every faith in Warburton um, because uh, you know Mackie Wells. Oh, go on, sorry, David. Oh no, no, no. Go on, go on, no. go on. Go on. I, I think you know, if, you know, he he waited. You know, when everyone was saying when we were going to get a striker, he waited up to the last couple of weeks to get Hugo. I mean, he knew that was the guy that he wanted to fit into his team. Mm. And I think if either or both of them go, then so be it. Then he'll find someone else.
0: Yeah. of faith in the so bread positive. man. What the is <laughs> going on? Well, do you not? I'm finding lots of people who are not QPR fans all of a sudden are aware of how well we're doing, are asking, are quite interested to sort of
1: because like, all our goals are on social media and this SA? they bullied, yeah, yeah they, they, they did sky well. sports did an essay montage that included stuff from like last season and wickham yeah, loan yeah. spell and put it on their twitter feed and obviously there's been all the other stuff so i think we're in people's consciousness because we've come out of nowhere and sort of perform pretty well which is a little bit annoying because then obviously our players get Ooh. Start well, but a but bit that's of the, the other buzz. thing I
3: mean I mean, I don't expect Ezzy to be here Hopefully he won't go in January But I, I don't expect him To be here next season Unless we do go up um, And we, 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 You know we should, If he carries on like this We should get Again he's putting himself In the shop window We'll get decent money for him mm. um, So We as well as being victims of our own success, we will also okay—not the lone players, but we will other people. You know, like Ryan Manning. You know, from nowhere, he—you know—he might be worth a few bob. You know, we, we're in quite a good.
1: Yeah, it's all part of like you know part of the process. It's just replacing is so tough for us.
0: Um, okay. Before we go on to ours end, I wanted to mention, and I'm hoping to bring you in here, Flo. Yeah. Given that this is a, some of your area of expertise... Oh, right. ...that there was one team that we're all aware of that won 8-0 at the weekend, which was Manchester City. Um, but QPR also won 8-0 at the weekend.
1: They won another game.
0: QPR Women.
1: Yeah.
0: QPR Women beat... Abbey Rangers, I believe, 8-0. I think they
1: also won another game
0: they, this season, 8-0. Well. 11-0. Oh, it was 11-0, 11-0, Sorry. the previous <laughs> game in the Cup.
1: That was it, yeah. Um,
0: so they won 8... Well, congratulations, by the way, to the squad. They won 8-0 in the FA Cup. Have you ever won 8-0 in the FA Cup? No. Because our highest <laughs> win's 9-2, right? Yeah. We've,
3: and a couple and of 8-1s as well.
0: Um, Millie Cutler got to. Melanie Hall got to. Flo... What, it seems like the women's team are doing well, but I don't know very much about the standard that they're playing in or the league that they're playing in, and I'm hoping you do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know Steve well. He used to be my coach when I played for the QPR girls under 14, so I think it's about 16s. So I played for them. And he's taken over the um, senior women's team, um, and there was a bit of a kind of split in the summer um, and some of the old players have moved over to Hounslow women. Um, and the ex-women's coach has gone over to Hounslow women as well, I think.
0: Uh, and what tier are the, keep, I think the women's team playing They are in
1: the National League, which is a regional league. So it goes WSL, top tier, full-time, professional. Championship, second tier, uh, which is semi-professional, professional a part-time and then it splits into a regional national league tiers so I think they're in with Dulwich Hamlet women which are a new team and Fulham they played they
0: beat Fulham last week so um
1: yeah and Dulwich are a new team who have got a lot of buzz because obviously they're part of the Dulwich so they did play Dulwich a couple of weekends ago but it was the same day as uh a couple of other big women's games in the WSL so unfortunately they couldn't like QPR and Dulles didn't get a lot of fans down there, but it's an exciting season in that region, which is I don't know southeast or something like that. So there's some good and teams.
0: Steve Quazi is the coach, and he there's no relation to Nigel. No relation to Nigel. No relation to Nigel. But no. there are rumours that he's going to come on the podcast in a few weeks.
1: He is. I'm just trying to confirm a date with his yeah, and see when he's available. But yeah, Very hopefully good. get him on soon.
0: Well, congratulations to the team. Um, let's go on to end.
3: What about West Brom? Are we doing that after?
0: We should do that, shouldn't we? I suppose we should um, talk a little
3: bit. Given all these... Um...
0: Go on, then. Let's crowbar West Brom in before the R's end. Yeah. So, Felong and Phillips scored three between them on at the weekend, which is always handy yeah. when they're about to return. Yeah. Um, welcomes for both of them? For one of them? For and none for, of
3: for, them? For all of them. The, the, one that, the least likely one is Matt Phillips, I guess, because mm. he never seemed that bothered about QPR I mean Darnold Furlong that was the one I said at the start of the um, season that was the only one I really disagreed with um, I think he's young he's talented I'd have liked to have seen him kept on to be honest okay we've got a couple of million for him um, which is pretty decent but He's just—he—he he wasn't playing for the first couple of games, but he's just starting to show his class now. West Brom fans like him. He should get a good re- because he did a lot of work with the community stuff. He was always doing, you know, getting involved with that. So I think he will. Charlie Austin is obviously legend. Um, don't think he scored too many this season, which doesn't bode well. Takes us back to our <laughs> earlier point. Mm. Uh, and Phillips—I just be a bit meh. I think really. I mean, <laughs> obviously he scored one of our greatest goals. Charlie Austin—is he
2: playing for them? Is he starting? Well, he played last week and he got an assist. Um, mm. To be honest, I like all three players and I was a bit disappointed in QBR fans where I gave Matt Smith Smith, uh, Matt Phillips a little bit of stick um when we played them last season, I believe. I I thought he'd done well with us and he was, he was unlucky with injuries. To me, all three players I'd be happy to give them a welcome back. Um Obviously, if want to beat them... Um, I can't not give Charlie Austin a good... No. no. He's it. almost love... as good as Nacky Wells. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and, no, I would, I would give him... To be would... honest, I'd probably do my bet again. I'd Charlie Austin to score any time and keep me out to win. Oh, you see <laughs> yeah. Oh, if we're 6-0 up, I'd be very happy
3: for Charlie <laughs> Austin yeah. to get a goal. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Like I say, they've had a lot of draws. Um, they're only above us on goal difference, I believe. Yes. Um... Yeah, it's on TV. Six-pointer. Yeah. That would just be interesting. I presume he's going to stick with the same way we've been playing. Two up top. Naki Wells. But like I say, the good thing is that Walburton is not averse to change it if he wants to. Um, And I'd probably stick with the the, the same side.
0: We've got three games coming up now that feel like this is the real test to see if this is temporary or permanent, this kind of new style of play change resilience uh we've got West Brom then we've got Cardiff on the Tuesday and then we've got Hull the following week and they're not all they're not apart from West Brom they're not um they're not all top six but there is I don't know I have a just there's a kind of feeling that these three games are perhaps more of a test
3: than some of the games we've had so far yeah, well, don't look at November's fixture list. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> but, um...
1: I think the yeah, fixture list has been kind to us so far, early in the season.
0: It's good to build up momentum. <laughs> OK, yeah, exactly. uh, R's End. Can we go on to the R's End yet, yes, Chris? Yes, You sure yes, you're happy
3: with that? Absolutely positive, yeah. What's yours, then? What's mine? Oh, um, well, it's first of all, I like this comment from one Twitter user said that if QPR get promoted, I'm going bald in honour of Mark Warburton, which is oh, yeah. quite funny. Um. um and the other thing is just yeah away matches because of my job um, recent years I've only been able to you know go to like one or two a season and I've I've been to three already this season they're all the three that we won as well amazing Um, so it's just been great and it's great it's you know we were talking about it earlier on but it's so much better when we win the fans are all together they're all singing together Um, there's no sort of animosity no infighting or anything like that they're getting behind the team I mean, it's even when we when we won all, you know, as soon as, as, soon as, as soon as the goal went in, it was just like big QPR chance going up to get the give the team. They gave them a brilliant welcome. Uh, sorry, send off at the end. Um, and it's great and the tu- and the train journey was fun on the way back as well hmm. uh, with, uh, the whole carriage the whole place was rocking
0: so three away games for you three wins yeah are you going to Cardiff
3: well this is the thing you see this this is where this is where it gets complicated because I've basically got to um, try and persuade my good lady that, uh, that I have to go to every game now otherwise <laughs> we're going to lose but I think I might need a Supreme Court ruling on that <laughs> one somehow but
0: yeah we'll see very good. I think I also made a mistake with the next fixtures because I think we I said we got Hull and I think we got Blackburn before Hull by the Ooh, way. Oh, Blackburn just a bit to, of a
1: bogey
3: just team. Just pushing a yeah. little. We've
1: them in donkeys. Yeah. Um, Flo. I don't really have an RZN. Just okay, to, great. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Just carry on doing what you Hard you're doing. to know
0: what to complain about. I know, yeah. like
1: I guess you mentioned it'd be weird having all those players returning back from West Brom, but what can you do?
0: Um, I'll let James go last, as we like to give our guests the opportunity to do that, especially when Finney's not here. Cause <laughs> Finney gets very upset if he doesn't go last. Um, I meant to mention this, I think, last week or the week before, which is was really just a hat tip to the club for the Food Bank initiative that they have run. They ran for the last home game, uh, the Luton game. I think they ran it for the Luton game, and they announced this week that it was... Particularly successful that the collection they put on, I believe, um, brought in 110 kilos of food to be donated to people who need it, which strikes me as quite a decent amount of food. Um, and it also raised 450 quid for those causes as well. So, a well done, the club. It's kind of just another example, I think, of the great community work that the club is doing that the community department are doing so kudos to them and well done to everyone else that contributed to it and i gather it's on this week as well so if you haven't perhaps uh consider contributing to that that's my eyes ends which leaves
2: yeah. you James? For me, i'm just grateful and thanks for having me on here um i listened to the podcast weekly um about three or four years now i've been listening to it uh, been to the last three, well done. Last three um, live podcasts. I, I've really enjoyed it and it's been a pleasure coming on here. Um, and just, I'm just really enjoying the good fail factor at Keep on now and like um, Chris said, it's so good going to games now. Everyone getting along, everyone bantering together and having a laugh together. The train back, London Bridge um, on Saturday was brilliant and you just get in chat to Keep your fans like, and that's why I'm here tonight because talking to Paul and Chris and... It's, it's a good family club, and it, I think Saturday showed that. It's, it's Are you a plant?
1: Really <laughs> Are you a club plant? That was too, was yeah, too much. You're a
2: club man. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, well, then, all that remains, James, is give us your prediction
2: for yes. West Brom. I've got to go 3-2, and Charlie Austin score for them, <laughs> but we'll get a last-minute winner. 3-2 to keep you up. Oof.
3: Chris? Oh, um we both score a lot of goals I can see the few as well so um, I'm going to go I'm going to go 2-2 and hope I'm wrong that's what I was going to say 2-2 I think we'll
0: score I think we'll let in Uh, I really hope Lumley has a good game a good performance but I'll go 2-2 score draw
1: yeah same 2-2 I mean we're not going to get a clean sheet (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, thank you very much for listening Um, this has been Open All Ours you pay off, you
2: pay this one right